0: Bob Bellachico is a longtime news reporter with CTV here in Windsor. For over 20 years, Bob has covered local news, including sport. Join me, Drake DeMora, as I chat with Bob about his career and some of his favorite moments, including the Memorial Cup and crossing paths with some of Windsor's best athletes.
1: Well,
0: how you doing? It's Zach Cassidy,
1: Adam Henry. Joe Siddle. Tom Crawford. Todd Warner. Brett Romberg. TJ Laramie. I
0: Holy mackinac. You're listening to Wind City Sports. What up, everybody? My name is Jason Moore, and thank you for streaming or downloading this episode of the Wind City Sports Podcast. When there's only a local sports radio show and podcast live on CJAM 99.1FM. Every Thursday in Windsor and Detroit at 12.30 and replays on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Even during this pandemic, broadcasting from home. On the radio show, you'll hear highlights from our podcast interviews, local sports news, and some good music. Here on the podcast, you'll hear the full, uncut, and unedited version of interviews with local athletes, coaches, entrepreneurs, and much more. We also have a big social media presence on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at WinCity_Sports. underscore sports or simply just search up the Win City Sports podcast if you're trying to find us give us a like follow subscribe we also have the YouTube channel Win City Sports YouTube channel and the podcast is available directly on wincitysports.com every Thursday morning or anywhere podcasts are found including Spotify Apple Podcasts and much more again just give us a subscribe or review on there if you don't mind and if you're trying to find us win city is all one word w-i-n-c-i-t-y the win city sports podcast but today is thursday june 18th 2020 and it is episode 200 of win city sports never would have thought i've gotten to 50 episodes 100 150 and now 200 and and i've said it many times before but you got to be grateful for the things that you get started and kind of run with which is one topic that we'll be touching upon today with our guest obviously you know who he is if you've ever turned on a TV or pretty much been anywhere in Windsor you might have seen this guy uh, with a camera covering whatever is going on around you Bob Belichico longtime reporter journalist uh, even anchor at times with CTV he was with the a channel I remember the a channel now that when I was doing some research found a photo of him standing out there like, oh yep Forgot about that, he was with CBC, he's done radio, he's done so much. Um, doing research on him, finding stuff on him was actually a little bit difficult, and I said that's fine, you know, what's here from the man himself. Uh what's you know learn about grown. I didn't even know if he was from Windsor or not, and uh, as you will learn he he always has been and looks like he always will be. This interview also came on the fly as uh, something that has been in the works for a little bit. And I figured, let's give Bob a call and see uh, when we can set this up. And he was basically just like, how about now? So I said, why not? I don't see why not either. So sat here and talked to him for a good 30 minutes, as you'll hear in a little bit on the podcast. Um, Great conversation with Bob. There's so much that we could talk about and uh you know we'll probably talk about that later on in the show too but i like to have him back to just kind of pick on some certain topics and let's just let it fly and let's just let's just shoot the shit and discuss there's so much to talk about and he's been around for so much of it i uh, talk a lot about the memorial cup in 2017 being able to cover that at home i uh, recently just watched a video with him and the ohl fanboys at the uh tailgate from back then three years ago now Um, and funny enough this was actually done just around that anniversary I think two days before the anniversary of the championship win a lot of history that will be discussed here and and it's pretty much just the tip of the iceberg I mean again it kind of came on the fly so uh, just kind of whatever is on the top of our heads of course you know covering a lot of things in Windsor and and throughout his career there's so much to talk about so we're gonna get into that interview in just a few minutes um again you got to be grateful for 200 episodes thank you to cjam thank you to everyone who's ever listened uh been part of an interview who has helped me set up interviews helped me get to an event or anything without the people of windsor this wouldn't ever be possible because that's what it's all about it's about promoting the people in windsor and telling their stories talking about events as me and bob will do we're going to accomplish all of those things and uh in Bob's interview you know it helps me out to have a guy like him on uh, as he later on said you know I'm just a media guy so I, I appreciate you reaching out to me like that that's not that's not the goal you know it doesn't have to be just the the big mainstream guys and girls I want everyone's story to be told on Win City Sports everyone gets a shot and everyone uh, has a chance to tell their story on this platform whether if it's Mike McIntyre, Mike Carter, Jordy Steen, just the recent guys zach cassian if it's a guy like todd screwy st louis who you know maybe a lot of people who had never heard of or forgotten about or or you know um or loved him or knew who he was as a folk a folk hero in uh pro hockey as a fighter um just telling the stories of our people and and creating good content conversations and entertainment for you people especially during This um, and sorry for the you people comment during this this pandemic, which is something we kind of talk about with Bob, something that we try to avoid here. And of course, with him, it's probably hard to avoid it. Um, So, you know, with all that going on, you like to bring those positive conversations, which will kind of segue me into uh, one thing that I wanted to talk about before the interview even got started is the latest edition of Cedric's Combat Corner Podcast, a little bit of a different flair. Cedric's Combat Corner Podcast is a podcast that Wind City Sports produces and provides uh, for him to, to release to his, the masses on his YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all that. And he likes to do a lot of uh, video podcasts, so we release them on, on YouTube, of course, for a nice visual and uh, We've been killing it with that. I think we've been doing some great content But we put something out recently that I think everybody in the world and especially in Canada and Windsor should be should be uh, You know kind of entertaining in a sense um, You know with all this negativity going on especially in the States You know it's uh, I touched upon it briefly when it first started to happen There's a lot of stuff going on over there that we support the people for and and uh, It will translate in this video that I want you guys to check out if you have some time It's about a 20-minute interview with a local windsor police officer wayne bridge done by cedric ben the host of the cedric combat corner podcast he runs cedric sports uh cedric sports training so he's a boxing coach you know by trade personal trainer trains all sorts of athletes we've you've heard of him him before if you haven't um search him up at cedric sports he's a local guy here on the west end Um, and he did an interview with one of his buddies who is, is a police officer and talked about, you know, the, the war on race with the police and what's going on in the States. And of course, um, what he's seeing on a, on a regular basis and, you know, just kind of putting out those, those, um, those things that everyone says, but hearing it from that kind of perspective, is very powerful, um. Wayne Bridge, Black Cop in Windsor. So, you know, as Cedric explains, you know, he's getting both ends of, of the spectrum here uh, from pedestrians and residents and, and from his coworkers, too. So I thought that was a, f- a fantastic uh, piece of work that they did a uh, Zoom call, Zoom interview kind of thing. And we release it on YouTube. Cedric Sports Training, Cedric Training Sports. I always mess it up. If you search up at Cedric Sports, you'll find all his stuff. And we promote it on our Instagram. On our twitter on our facebook all that it's a it's a great message that was put out and it also includes some footage from another local videographer a buddy from high school of mine connor rush at rush mid is he does fantastic work for uh, local musicians here in windsor Uh, a lot of rap music he does a lot of uh, music videos for them and uh, he did a piece on the peaceful protest down here in windsor and uh, we use that for the video uh, with his permission, so thank you to Connor, thank you to Wayne, and thank you to uh, Cedric for doing that. It's um, probably yeah, probably a lot bigger than, uh, than he would have expected uh, um, of a reaction. Uh, it's only been incredibly positive so far. It's made its way up to Sarnia, I mean, and uh, Cedric are both alumni of Lambton College, and uh, they've been pushing it out there as well, so um, long story short, check that out, guys. There's a lot going on in the world, and I think that everyone... Should take a take a second to to watch some of that. But without further ado, I hope that you take all the time to listen to my interview with Bob Bellachico of CTV Windsor. Here we go. All right, on the phone right now. You'll probably know our guest from every night on your television CTV News at six thirty. Bob Bellachico. welcome to Win City Sports, man.
1: Oh no, thanks for having me. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, it's, I mean, I see what you do, so. Cool that you you reached out and, and asked me
0: to do this. And I appreciate that. thanks, man. It's kind of a long yeah, time man. in the making. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so as um as mentioned, you know, I kinda of did a little bit of research on you quickly here. Um I understand you got your education through St. Clair here in Windsor and Specs Howard across the border, but were you always a Windsor guy? Were you born and raised here, or did you end up coming oh, here? Yeah, born, born oh yeah, I'm
1: born and raised. I'm a downtown boy. Yeah.
0: Okay. Oh yeah. So just tell me a little bit about I guess kind of growing up here
1: oh, geez, <laughs> how deep you want to go here? This is, a, I don't know, downtown boy, a, yeah. a kid of uh, immigrant parents, Filipino, Italian. Uh, they sent me to a French grade school, so I have that background. And, uh, you know, I wasn't really a, a sporty kind of guy. My parents never got me into sports. I mean, my, my mom took me to the YMCA, so I guess, you know, I played floor hockey and, and, you know, swam and all that stuff that, you know, kids do. But I was never in organized sports or anything like that, so... Um, I really didn't get into that kind of stuff until my adult life when I started playing ball hockey. So, I'm a ball hockey guy for the last yeah. five years. Oh, yeah. Hardcore.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. I know you've been playing in that for a while. So, I just, you know, I just wanted to kind of get a little bit of the background, you know, what kind of area you grew up in. Like you said, your, your parents were immigrants, so you were probably kind of um, more prone to all that kind of uh, Canadian stuff, and they were kind of maybe not understanding it. Um, when, yeah. did, when did you first start to kind of get interested in journalism?
1: Oh boy, journalism! When did that even kick in? Uh, Here, I've always had uh, a liking for a camera. I I remember, uh, you know, I used to try to edit. If you can picture this, with a VCR, I used to try to edit um, footage from a camera on on a a single VCR. I
0: always figured that a lot of guys have that story where it's like, you know, I used to make videos with a VHS, like you said, and and that was like the beginning of, hey, maybe I can make a, a profession out of this. No, I wasn't even thinking of that. I just,
1: I just, I knew I liked it. Yeah. And then, and then I started hanging out at Koja Club. I'm like, oh, I think I, I like it. And and then, you know, the ENG stuff is really where I got into it, eh? And like, you know what? Seriously, when I came back from Chatham, that's when I knew, okay, you know what? I got to go
0: back and, and this is where it's happening, right? So, mm-hmm. it, it, yeah, it all worked out, yeah. Yeah, there's always that, like, kind of moment of realization. I was, I was going to ask if there was, like, any piece of work that you did or anything like that where you're like, huh, I could... I can do this, I'm decent at it, but you kind of touched upon it yourself, just kind of people staring oh, in that direction. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah,
1: oh no, I can tell you, like, disaster stories, <laughs> it's hilarious, yeah. Oh, <laughs> jeez.
0: Yeah. It just kind of worked out the way it was, Yeah. You know? It just was kind of meant to be, I guess.
1: So, okay, yeah, I don't know, like, it's like some of the horror stories, even, like, I drove Dom bananas, because... Like, I just was not developed, and I didn't know anything about TV, right? So here I am. Oh, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, this is how it's done. Okay, cool. Let's do it. And seriously, like, today I'll do a voiceover, and the voiceover, like, if I don't get a voiceover done in two, three minutes, like, I'm an idiot, right? Back then, we'd be up till, like, 3, 4 in the morning. And, I honest to God, like, we laugh about it today, but I can only imagine the... the the craziness he was going through, just trying to get my ass out the door. It's like, come on, dude, just get it, you know?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: and then, and, and you know, when you're young in the business, you have a singing, sonny voice. So, can, can you imagine listening to a punk just out of school trying to learn how to do a voiceover, and he's singing, sonny Like, oh my goodness! Like, kudos to Doc for putting
0: up with that. He knows I love him. <laughs> well, I'm I'm sure you're seeing that on the other side now too, just kind of helping people out with uh, wow. the media and stuff, right?
1: Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. But you know, no. Again, like the people at Kojiko, like there, there, there have been a lot of people along the way that have helped me. And uh, you know, I did convocation for my uh, old high school assumption, mm-hmm. um, thanks to Miss Dumichelle one year. And and you know, my, my message to them was, hey, you know, it's it's about the journey. Because if you think you're going to come out of school and you're just going to land that job right off the hop, you're you're fooling yourself, right? You got to get your hands dirty and your feet wet, and you got to just dive in and, and just take any job, right? So just get in. Basically, just get in the door. You
0: yeah, know, that's, that's what it takes. Sometimes, you know, it's just uh, just doing it. That's what I said about this. If I didn't just kind of start doing it, I might not have ever.
1: Right, and now, and now, what are you doing? you're doing? You're serving the community. You're you're filling a void, and and people are into it, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I see your following growing. I and mean, you're doing you're doing well. So well, thank you. you. know, people like you are needed in, in our community, especially now. You yeah, know, especially when all the say, yeah. uh, especially when the major media are are kind of tearing their head away from local sports. Not not completely, but they really don't throw the resources at it like they used to. And and it's sad because it's a whole community that should, I mean, it's thriving. It hasn't changed, like, you know, outside of this COVID stuff, but it really hasn't changed. It's a thriving community, especially us being next to the border and how many teams from this side of the border go to that side of the border to compete and stuff. I mean, we're a hotbed, but yet, no, you know, no, we don't need local sports as much as we used to. It hasn't changed, yeah. buddy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, I, I, that's actually uh, interesting you bring that up because that's where I was going to go. I didn't know uh, if you were always a local guy and pretty much from that and given your work, it's all been fairly local. You know, you've always kind of stayed in that Windsor area. So I'm sure I'm a local you, guy, oh, through and through.
1: Yeah, like you know, I, don't get me wrong. I loved when I was able to go over to the states. You know, cover the Winter Classic, uh, the the Finals Four, NCAA Championship game, the you know, Super Bowl, Stanley Cup Finals. I mean, I've done a lot of stuff. Uh, World Series, a lot of cool stuff. Don't get me wrong, but but there's something to be said about when a local team wins a championship. I was just hanging out with Anthony Aquinta, uh, uh a week ago, and we were talking about the day I drove out and, and caught them, or it was, and, and captured them, uh, winning the junior C title in Dresden. Me, I've never been to Dresden, so I thought, okay, let's go. I'll go to Dresden. You know, they might win it tonight, so let's go. I'll go for the the hike. Yeah. So I go and just just to see them win it was really cool, you know, and, and the Spitfires, you know, doing their championship runs, and I, yeah, there's been a lot of cool stuff around here too, Junior Selects, I mean, you, geez, <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. the list goes on, but unless you report this kind of stuff, who's going to know about it, right?
0: 100% man, that's actually where, yeah. again, kind of where I was going to go, because um, not only have you covered sports, you've covered everything, did you ever have that, one kind of news type that you wanted to drive towards would be like politics or whatever or was it just oh no like- no it was always
1: it was always sports with me like you yeah. might <laughs> be you know remember how i told you just get in the door mm-hmm. okay well i I got in the door but my i was always sports guy right so um how had this go so i started off at cbc i was behind the scenes i was working like the the audio board for radio french radio and then uh, I was doing master control for TV. So basically, I was the guy that pushed the button uh, to hit the commercials for Hockey Night in Canada, let's say, on a Saturday night, right? So I got paid to watch a hockey game, which was awesome. Uh, so, you know, you get in the door, but I never lost sight of what I wanted to do. So I would still volunteer at Kojiko doing the sports recap at Dom and it just kept going. And then, um, you know, after that, it just kind of evolved. And, and you know, then I got in at the CBC. Or behind the scenes and started doing that kind of stuff, and it just kind of grew from there. It uh, uh, I got a chance. I shot, um, you know, maybe fate had a hand in this, but I shot a, a carjacking in downtown Windsor in 1998. And you know, I still remember watching it. Like, I heard a crash on the corner of uh, University and Goyo, and I thought, well, that's peculiar. Then I saw a guy run by me. At a fast pace, I'm like, okay, this is peculiar. So I thought, well, you know, maybe now I'll just start shooting because just in case, you never know, right? So I start shooting. Next thing you know, the guy, he's on, um, oh, God, I think it's Chatham. And he's, you know, going into a car. Next thing you know, the car jerks a little bit, and he's hanging by the car door. And I'm thinking, okay, well, cool. And then, you know, the car comes speeding into what now is Charles Clark Square. I'm thinking, all right, cool, whatever. I'm just shooting it. I don't know what's going on in front of me, Hey, Drake?
0: Crazy. <laughs>
1: so it turns out it was a carjacking in progress. <laughs> right? So I end up on Inside Edition.
0: Yeah, I was going to say that. Because of it, right? That's one of the things story, up, right? Maybe. Yeah. That's
1: so hilarious. so I'm thinking, I don't, I'm not thinking anything of it. Like, you know, a reporter comes out and says, give me the tape. Okay. So he gives me, you know, I'll get Cormac Crindle, runs back to the shop, and we run the tape. We got the golden tape. Who knew? But then from there, one of the reporters at, uh, at, at CDC, John Musselman, said, hey, um, now is the time. you got to go. There's a couple of jobs over at uh, the new WI or CHWI, and uh, you need to go apply for one of them. There's a weekend job, and there's a full-time job like during the week, so just go apply. I go, really? He goes, buddy, people people wait their career for things like what you just shot, mm-hmm. so you need to capitalize on this kind of stuff, right? I said, okay. So lo and behold, I got, I got a job as a weekend reporter uh, a day before CBC went on strike, and then the rest is history, and then I got out the door. And again, you know, but then I got in as a news guy. I wasn't a sports guy. I was the news guy, but I always kept poking. Hey, i love to do the sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So then, you know, you just got to bide your time. You got to wait. You don't wait. Impatient people don't get anywhere in life, right? So if you can learn how to wait, then you might get what you want. And it just kind of, I don't want to talk your ear off, but it <laughs> finally worked out.
0: <laughs> no, 100%. That's, that's probably going to be a, a running theme, is that things just kind of fell in place for you at the right time, right place, kind of thing, yeah. as you mentioned, uh, time and time again.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the station had, uh, had gotten rid of sports, I think, for a couple of years, uh, and then they decided to come back with it, and by that time, I was on the morning show, so I would always, like, you know, after the morning show, you know, during bedtimes, I would offer to go to the Joe or, you know, offer to, to, to shoot things, right? Because it's all about letting them know you want it, right? And, and you know, it's just in the blood. I'll be honest with you. It's just in the blood. I just, you know, it's like, come on, man. we got to be doing this stuff. So yeah, I would just consistent. do it. And then, you know, the opportunity came up. And I, I still remember the, 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 the interview. The guy's like, it's your turn. That sort of thing, right? And I'm like, all right, let's play. And I got to do it for 15 years.
0: Well, that's awesome. Again, just it just worked out for you.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you know, there's there's challenges and all that kind of stuff. Like I, you know, I always say you have to have a goal. Um, I've always, I never saw myself as an anchor, but I guess towards you know the end of my run, uh, I got the opportunity to be an anchor. And uh, you know, again, deer and headlights. You know, the first what six months of that whole ordeal. Um, But you know, by the time 2017 rolled around I was like okay I'm comfortable this is good and just as we're getting into the Mem Cup run sorry Memorial Cup run what happens they pull the plug I'm like come on man you couldn't like get me through the first round at least they got to cut it halfway through the first round against London
0: <laughs> so you didn't get to do a lot for that then
1: well I mean we got the cover it and stuff but it's but just not, not the same right yeah, yeah. yeah just you know cause by, by that time you know it's like the, 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 you know, the, the punch in the guts already been thrown it's like yeah. oh yeah,
0: right? like we were but, trying to but, get the mem cup for so long, too. I just watched that, um, uh, the Spitfires documentary there. Yeah, oh, yeah. I just remember, like, after they won the two, we wanted the cup here so badly, and then we finally get it. And <laughs> yeah. Guess that's what happens. Yeah. Right. And
1: then, yeah, and then this happens, right? Yeah. So it's like I didn't even have to travel anywhere. It was home. So, but no, don't get me wrong. I still enjoyed it. but My, my favorite moment, I got to tell you. Uh, Mikey DiPietro, God bless you, if you're listening, but he's the guy, I mean, he, he capped it off for me. It was a, it was a beautiful moment. Uh, they they let us, we we, we, get, we, were, we went live uh, at 11. Uh, I think it was top of the show, too, and it was just one of those random moments, and I said, hey, you ready? He goes, yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, I get the countdown. It's like, Mikey, come on over. So he rolls over, and we just, like, off the cuff live, and I'm telling you, man, like, Again, I've been to some cool things in my career. That was that was one of the coolest, if not the coolest moment yeah. in my career. Just having him, you know. I, I said, "How does it feel?" He goes, "We're champs" or something like that. Yeah. Eh? <laughs> Woo! And he's like pumped up, and I'm like, "Yeah, back to you in the studio. I'm good. I'm sold." Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. You know what I mean? Just, Just being genuine fun. happiness. I was there. Yeah, I like that
1: guy too, right?
0: So. Uh, that that was a that was a time, man. Like, there's so many things, like moments that we can talk about in Windsor, and and like you said, you captured a lot of it. Did did you capture the the Steve Downey and
1: Akeem Alusa? Uh, I was like, the the footage that made it across the country. Yeah, that was me.
0: Uh, okay. So again, right place, right time. Did you realize, like, holy, like, or did you just see it happening and kind of? Uh,
1: honestly, like, I, I I was kind of like, what what's going on? I, honestly, I really didn't know, just like the carjacking, I really didn't know what was going on. So so I get there early for practice. I'm in the room hanging out with somebody. I mean, it might have been like Cal O'Reilly or I don't know. I was hanging out with somebody. And we're just chatting it up in the room, and Akeem walks in. He's all pissed and he's yelling and he's just like, you know, F bombing left and right and like, wow, what's going on here, right? And then, you know, I go to the bench to. Catch whatever they're shooting, and then he reappears at the east end where the players used to walk on the ice, right? So he's at the doorway and he's yelling, All right, cool. And he goes back, he disappeared. Next thing you know, he's back again. He goes on the ice, and next thing you know, there's a tussle on the ice with him and Downey. I'm like, Wow, what's going on here? So I shoot it, not knowing what's going on. Then the next day, it's like, ah, yeah. <laughs> ah, You know, and it's like all of a sudden, blown up thing, and biggest scandal in. Uh, you know, in, in junior hockey, and like how long, right? And still and, to this and, day. and I just happened to have the footage. It's like, holy cow, yeah. right? And so st- yeah,
0: still to this day, too. You know?
1: Oh, I've seen. Yeah, I've seen. Uh, well, even when the team was uh, in the media last year, you know, that obviously that comes up, right? Yeah. So you know, just to look back at that, it was a, uh, it was a weird, it was a weird time. Like I just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. still sit back, and then I still remember a fan giving me the gears too. right eh? shame on you. Yeah, and I'm looking at him, going, "Shame on me! I just happened to be shooting it. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want from me?"
0: That's what I was gonna say. Like, I, I, I who knows? because I bring it up a lot with guys, because it's a, it's a controversial topic, obviously. But not mm-hmm. only that, it just it changed a lot within the the Windsor Spitfires organization. So it's, oh it's yeah. an appropriate topic, right? But I feel like maybe some people are like, "Okay, get over it. Like, it, it happened. Fuck it. Whatever." But it, it's just a huge yeah. piece of history, you know. Yeah,
1: it happened. It's fine. But then, you know, if that doesn't happen, then we don't meet guys like Brian Bickle, who ended up winning the Stanley Cup how many times? Chicago. You know what I mean? Like, and and and, and I have those. Mo- I had those moments. i go to Joe and, hey, Brian, what's up? You know, we talked. We walked down the hallway and hang out. And, I mean, yeah, I don't forget these things, right?
0: Okay. I'm sure you've, so, you've crossed paths with a lot of cool people.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's been some, you know, the, the local guys are really, really cool, eh? Yeah. So, you know, when, when I see him, it's like, yo, Cheeks, you know, And we just, <laughs> yeah, we just, whatever, it's, it's, it's cool. That's the one thing I, uh, when I, you know, when I walk away from this business, uh, you know, I mean, I have a lot of, a lot of mementos on my wall and, and I look back and I go, yeah, that was, that was a cool time. And then you remember the players, you know, I mean, it, it's one thing to be there, but then it's, it's the memories of the people that you get to interact with that make it what it is. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, those, are, those are the things Like, you know, again, like me and, and the Mikey thing I'll never forget that That's one of those cool moments
0: Yeah, so, that's what I've been saying with a lot of people on here too Is like, there's, you know, there's those NHL famous people, whatever But then there's local mm-hmm. famous hockey players So, uh, at this point, obviously, that that can be a guy like Mikey DiPietro But well, who else have you, have you, uh, like, gotten to meet anyone That was kind of someone you looked up to through through work?
1: Oh, geez, uh... Okay, my formative years. Uh, I got to meet Don Shane. Don Shane was my hero, right? So that was kind of cool. He wasn't very as receptive as you'd want him. Like you know, like you know how they say, "Don't meet your idol." Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that was that moment where I'm like, "Oh, that just that was a buzzkill." That that was the (laughs) follow-up Question, right? I
0: was gonna say. Oh yeah, at the
1: palace. What was it? I think it was at the palace or at the practice, practice facility. It was a Pistons thing, eh? And I'm like, oh, I'm here. I might as well take advantage of this. This is is before I was actually in the business, right? I was still with Kojiko. So, uh, yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, Don Shane, you know? And he was like, yeah, I got no time for you, kid. (laughs) (laughs) You know? I mean, it happens. But, I know, from that moment on, and, you know, Don Shane's a cool guy. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure he's great. But in that one moment, like, you know, just kind of whatever. It is what it is. Yeah. You know, but then I've gotten to meet other people like you know Trevor Thompson for Fox Sports Net. This guy's a Wallaceburg guy, love him. You know Jeff Rieger, love him. You know these are guys that I got to hang out with, cool people, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I feel it, yeah. man. The same thing with me. It's just like I got to talk to this person. It's just it's the cool thing that comes out of uh, out of your work and. You know, just building a career, a lifelong career like that—it's just. Uh, I'm sure you got lots of stories we could talk about all day. But oh my uh, goodness, just, yeah! <laughs> you know, in general, it's just—it's just, it's just a, a perk of the job, I suppose.
1: Yeah, there's a few. I mean, I—you know—I've taken—I I took it upon myself to try to get out of town too. So when Josh Bailey in 2000, oh god, 2009 or eight, when he, he when he latched on with the New York Islanders after getting drafted, yeah. Uh, you know, there was that big debate that year. Well, should he have? Know, stay here in Windsor, extra year developing, or you know, are they pulling up too early because they're a crappy team, right? So that, that argument still stands today. But I'll tell you, I mean, you know, what I saw them win the OHL title in 09, and he was on the bench. So I walked up to him. And I says, "Hey, you know, he was super happy." Um, and it's one of those moments, like, how do you how do you bust his chops for for not like, yeah, you know, I mean, I'm sure it wasn't his decision, but it's like, hey. I'm on the bench. I'm hanging with my boys. They're still my boys, mm-hmm. and and he's making NHL bank. Hey, <laughs>
0: life is good, right? Complain, man, yeah. So I'm not here to criticize <laughs> anyone's decision like that. Yeah,
1: right? so but you know, just moments like that. So yeah, i I you know, and then there's other there's been other trips too, like you know, going to Pittsburgh for the Stanley Cup Finals and stuff like that. Like there have been some good good moments, but no, I got to hang out with Josh a little bit too, and that's cool. Like these are these are cool moments. These are good people, right? Yeah. So.
0: That's the thing, and, and, and it's all in Windsor, too, all these people that have run through here, all these things that have happened, It's that's that's part of the reason why I started the show, you know, just how much history is here.
1: Yeah, I know you love that stuff, too, especially, I mean, you're, I think, I'm getting the, the the feeling you're a big hockey guy, too, right? Of course, so. yeah. Yeah, Spitfire Slappy?
0: Oh,
1: yeah. Okay, so 2010, is it the best team ever?
0: Best team, just junior team or best team?
1: Best junior team ever. Oh, There's no way they're the best team yeah, ever. Best junior team. <laughs> they're gonna have to take down the Yankees and, yeah. and you know like Red Wings and stuff
0: like. That. Not, not not happening. But you know junior hockey. Best junior team ever. Um, I think ten years ago, this past weekend was the anniversary of them winning the yeah. the second one. Definitely, because because not only did they do it once, they did it twice with pretty much the same right. guys, right? Yeah. Well, wait, no, they jacked up the team next year. For sure, but, I mean, like, the core yeah. guys were still, like, uh, all yeah. of the, oh, yeah. those superstars, they were all there for both of them. You know, like, for Taylor okay. Hall to be there for both of them is is like the Josh Bailey situation where, like, he could have yeah. probably took off earlier, right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so. Um,
1: okay, so then here, let me, let me play devil's advocate. So I'm pretend I'm a London Knights fan. Okay. What about the 05 team?
0: What about the 05 team?
1: Yeah, the old 5 uh, team was considered the, the best ever, right?
0: The, the uh, London Knights team, yeah. Yeah, uh, oh yeah. Who beat... Rob uh, Schrempf. Yeah, who beat... Corey Perry. They beat us in, uh, I think, the second round that year. Um, oh yeah. I, w- I won't say who, but I remember uh, Corey Perry just
1: dangled the guy, one of our guys. It was just like, oh, that's... Bad. I think it was the game they swept him to, and I'm like, oh, that's just bad. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do? Well, Corey Perry. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> what, do you, what do you expect, eh? <laughs>
1: Fuck. Well, oh, he was that. He was that good.
0: Yeah, and and you know, this is what I'll say though. Obviously, we're gonna be uh, kind of biased to our Windsor teams, but again, they did it twice in a row. But love it. You gotta say that the the Knights are probably the best franchise in
1: overall in terms year. of consistency. So yeah, you gotta give it to give them. On, us, on that, on give that us friend. two
0: seasons where we had the best team. Let it be. They <laughs> they're the you know they're the mecca of. Yeah, but you know what? Add,
1: add to the third season, so I go and I go back to two thousand eight. Like you know, even though they lost in the first round to uh, to Ryan Wilson's Sarnia Sting uh, and Danny Anger and those guys, it, whatever. Like they, they were good. You could tell they were going to be good. So when they were ranked number one, like to open the season, uh, you know, it was kind of like, wow, is this is this for real? Like you knew. But then, when somebody else is acknowledging it, you go, "Wow, okay, this is this is for real
0: now." One hundred percent, man. Just look back at yeah. those teams, like go on the hockey BD. That's what I always do, and mm-hmm. that's what drives the show because there's just so many people that I, you haven't gotten to yet. And again, maybe it's the the Windsor or OHL more famous uh, hockey players, but you just go down the list. There's a name every every time. It's like, holy crap, that guy was there too, and him, and him, and him. Yeah, yeah. It just never ends.
1: Yeah, it was, a, it was a good time. It was a yeah. Good time. A good period. I'm, you know, I'm glad that we got to relive it again and in, in 17. Um, hopefully, they'll get a crack at it this year because I mean, the team coming back this year is going to be pretty good too. So
0: that was interesting. You that know. Cut off that way. Yeah. Know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's why I, I don't know. It's a weird time, but yeah. you know, I mean, I feel bad. I, I feel bad for teams that were cut off. Like, you know, during their championship championship runs, like, for me, it was, uh, you know, Lakeshore, the Canadians. Yeah. You know, I, I wanted yeah. to see them go, you know, take on the, the flags from Moortown. Like, that that would have been a powerhouse tilt. People have been waiting for that all season long. It never happened.
0: Yeah, and a lot of those guys last years, I actually worked part-time at that arena, so for the last oh, yeah. four years, I've been able yeah. to see them just do it over and over again. And, yeah, I mean, it's just a yeah, weird thing. So. I think it's one
1: of those things where we're gonna to have to create a, a video game and just simulate it, yeah. <laughs> simulate the series and see how it plays out.
0: Right? <laughs> I'm all for it. I like when they do that. <laughs>
1: I don't know, uh, but yeah, just I I hope the Spids get a season because if they do, it, it should be a fun one to watch.
0: Yeah, and absolutely, like you said, man, it's just it's a weird time right now. So you know, considering all that, how how have you been adapting to it? I know it's definitely changed a little bit of of the show and, like, uh, you know, how often. Oh, yeah. Like, well, here,
1: so the station dumps sports, a sports cast, but they allowed me to do a yeah. sports story a week, right? So uh, I was I was going to do a, a story on somebody at the university, and then, boom, COVID hit. It's like, well, okay. So that story has been in the can for the last two months just waiting to get aired. And, you know, I don't even know if it's going to be able to air. Yeah. Because it's, it's be so it outdated. was time, well, it wasn't timely, but it's one of those stories where I could have run it you know, a week or two later, but now we're two months later. So it's like, all right, you know, maybe not so much a good story anymore. But, um, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's COVID all the time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. That's probably pretty much what covering.
1: Yeah. I just, Just, you know, I I can, I can, I I sense that, you know, we're turning a corner and and they keep telling us, relax, don't get too comfortable and complacent because, you know, the second wave and the Spanish flu of 1918 and, you know, how the second wave was worse than the first, and you know, um, but yeah, I think we were itching to get back to normalcy. Eh? So you know, when when we see tennis players back on the, on the on the court and you know athletes training at parks, it's like, okay, cool. There's a sign, right? And hopefully, one day they'll get to compete.
0: One hundred percent, man. That's that's what I'm feeling too. Is just we just want to get those those baby steps going at least. You know, we know yeah. it's gonna, we know it's gonna be a process, but. Let's do whatever we can now, because people are just getting too cooped up, you know?
1: Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. And then, you
0: know, the athletes, athletes, I was talking
1: to a couple of them last week, and you can tell, it's just, oh, thank God, we can actually go do, uh, you know, hang out with our coach and do some cardio stuff and whatever, right? Yeah, 100%. I'm sure it was good at first,
0: you know, to take a step back, but then it's like, okay, we've had enough, you know?
1: Yeah. Might have been a good step back, too, because I don't know about you, but have you been to Suicide Hill before? Oh, yeah. Machine?
0: Yeah, yeah, I've seen him there a bunch of times, actually.
1: Right. So so I've done that all, and it's like, you know, and I know it's famous with the hockey players and stuff, and I thought, okay, well, so I did it one year, and, you know, if I'm an athlete and I got to do that all the time, like, it takes a lot of drive to be doing that kind of <sighs> oh, stuff. Yeah. So I know, for me, it's like, okay, maybe I just need to reset. Maybe if I reset, I'll like doing that a little bit more because I, it was taken away from me, right? So. Yeah.
0: Well, that's, yeah. That's how a lot of people are kind of taking it, too, so. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that, but. No. To kind of wrap it up, uh, we kind of touched mm-hmm. upon it as well before. You know, I was just gonna ask, you know, what kind of advice you would give to someone who's looking to get involved or maybe is starting and looking for that big break. Yeah. I think you kind of alluded to it. as just, you know, uh, getting yourself out there and just doing it. It's, it's not. It's not impossible.
1: I'll tell you, it's not impossible. Um, I mean, you just you gotta stick with it. That's that's the bottom line. You gotta stick with it. I mean, if you're lucky enough, you'll get in. Um, but you got to really hone your craft and, and hone your skills. So, I mean, for me, again, it might be different. Uh, I see what Brad Hedges is doing over at Kojiko. Love it. Um, if you're into this sports journalism, go help. Go find – go find. Go create something. Go find a way yeah. to get your foot in, 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 in moving, you know, because, uh, you know, people who show initiative are the ones that are going to attract, uh, you know, companies and, and, and you know – for you to go work for. So, um, but yeah, like, you know, the local sports thing, if you think you're going to work for a local TV station and be a sports guy, good luck. It's it, that, that, that ship sailed, it's over. So if you want to make it in this business, you got to think Toronto, you got to think the major markets, you got to go with PSN or Sportsnet. Um, yeah, like, yeah, isn't there a kid that I don't have cable, so I don't know, but I, I heard there's a guy from our area that works for Sportsnet, right? Yeah. So lot, yeah. Uh, that that's cool, and yeah. he'll probably tell the same thing. He yeah. he stuck with it, and and look where he landed. Right. Yeah. You just you just got
0: to stick with it. Hundred percent, man. That's episode I think one uh, one eighty two of Win City Sports we had him on not too long ago, and it just shows. You know, you just gotta you gotta just do it, and you'll you'll succeed if you just you know keep trying. Yeah. Yeah. Like who knows that's
1: where this much will much go it. with you, right? Exactly. You're doing your podcast. I was talking to Chris Oliver over the weekend. Chris, Chris is doing a, a yeah. podcast now.
0: Yeah. He's been doing it for a bit and
1: yeah. How... And he's telling me it's doing well. And he's like ranked in the top 25, yep. uh, in, in North America or, or in the States maybe. Right. But I'm sitting there going people, I asked him, people listen to podcasts. He goes, Oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah. He's doing it really like, well. Whatever. Too, so yeah. Eh? Oh yeah. He's killing it. So, cause he's just so smart at what he does. I mean, it's the perfect thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome. well, he's he's doing well in Cali with his basketball immersion and right. and, and the podcast. So, yeah, <laughs> and you're doing well with your podcast. So, thank hey, man. well, power to you. Yeah, it's thank
0: awesome. you very much. Well, thanks for coming on, dude. This has been great.
1: Oh, thanks for having me. Seriously, Drake, it's uh, it's been a pleasure. I love it. Awesome, man. Again, I love too much, don't I? Yeah. <laughs>
0: all right all right all right ladies and gentlemen there we have it our 200th podcast interview with bob bella of ctv windsor longtime reporter if you don't know who he is how old are you <laughs> maybe haven't uh, been watching the news a lot he's been around forever always remember him at every event i've ever been to a lot again at work with the arena you see him pop in all the time for the for the canadians out in bell river a long time coming, this guy he should have been on the show a long time ago. I gotta start getting more, uh, ang- or not anchors, I don't know, journalism, media guys. Uh, as he mentioned again, uh, off the air there, he's you know, I was just a media guy, so thank you for uh, for thinking of me. And I don't even think of it that way, you know, <laughs> like I said, I, I want to reach out to guys like him and, and Brendan Dunlop and who else, Joe Siddle. Even Joe Siddle was a guy who obviously played in the MLB, but now makes a living as a as an analyst on sportsnet it's pretty cool to see those guys from windsor on television rather be on you know the national spectrum like that or locally here in windsor um with bob you know he's a a homegrown guy west end guy as he mentioned and um you know true and through to windsor so it's pretty cool perfect fit for us here on City sports there's so much again that we can talk about uh with bob or even just about that conversation just like the little things the little things uh, that we touched upon the the memorial cup meeting guys like uh cal o'reilly and and you know the list goes on and on. i don't even want to get into it i'm kind of blanking to be honest but (laughs) bob thank you so much for taking the time to do that i know we can do it again we can talk forever we can uh pick up some good topics some good moments some some players some whatever it might be and just discuss, you know, just discuss. Um, that's pretty much what it comes down to. I was going to say this was our 200th episode, obviously, 200th podcast episode. Of course, we've had a lot of recurring guests. A, wh- a while back, I counted out... Sorry, I'm eating a peanut. I'm counting out how many interviews, like, individual people have actually interviewed. I think we're around 175. I guess I should have done that math before I started talking. but, um, And at this point... You know with some in the bank as well so sometimes there's still some upcoming I'm still uh, coordinating some more and there's still so many people that I haven't touched upon um, or gotten to gotten in contact with who knows how long Win City Sports will really run to be honest I mean the thing that keeps me going is the people who haven't been on the show so Ryan Ellis Taylor Hall guys like that you know and then of course you know um, I always think about uh, you know what could have been as well um, one thing that like, came to mind recently, it was back when I was actually on the OHL Fanboys podcast as a guest. Brian asked me, you know, who's your white whale for Win City Sports? And, you know, naively enough, I was like, what does that mean? And then um, he's like, you know, like the one person. If you could have one person and and you're happy, you're content, you're done with, with this, you'll be good. I said, you know, maybe a guy like Ryan Ellis or Taylor Hall. I was kind of, I didn't really know. But, you know, over the years of being able to think, and reflect. I think the white whale of Win City Sports will kinda keep me going. You know, it's uh the white whale will never happen. It will never happen because the white whale is Bob Prober. He's the only guy that, you know, if only, imagine if I can have even a five minute conversation, ten, fifteen, twenty, thirty minutes like we did with Bob, stories, the stuff we can talk about. Just about here. Just about here. Aside from the negativity, you know there's there's so much that we could you know put out there and create some good content. So that's the white whale. I don't even have a big agenda for this two hundredth episode. I want to treat it like every other one. like I've had in the past try and you know kind of blow them up for uh, milestone episodes like this, but I- I'm so happy with what I've been able to do two hundred episodes, um you know, missing a few weeks here and there. Maybe it would be taking a week off and in the upcoming weeks to relax a little bit. But without this, you know, it's something um, constant in my life. Even through this COVID um, pandemic, there's still still Win City Sports for me to do. Keeps me going. I love doing it. And as Bob mentioned, uh, that's why I kind of get to this. You know, this is serving the community and, and kind of doing my part. It's certainly something that I do believe in. It's not something that I'm, you know, trying to pump up my own tires for, but you know i'll take it i'll take the recognition from a guy like that that is that means the world to me and to be able to bounce it back you know and uh and you know share his story talk about him put him in the spotlight that's what it's all about that's win city sports and that's pretty much it you know I, I was gonna wrap it up with some news and um as i'm talking here i'm like you know what maybe this is the best way to end it off and it surely is you know i have two little things that uh, i have up here and there's probably more that i can pull up but uh, listen to the radio show if you want to hear some more news. But the OHL did invite... or Sorry, Team Canada invited 16 OHL players to the 2020 World Summer Showcase, including Windsor's own Brett Brochu of the London Knights. Actually, no Windsor Spitfires were um, invited, I guess. And um, I was talking about Bob Probert earlier. You know, it was his birthday recently. Lots of stuff to talk about with him. But... I believe this weekend or next weekend would have been the Probert ride that was canceled. Unfortunately, now it's like you know, it can almost do it. But anyway, it was canceled uh, due to the pandemic. But the Probert ride and the Probert family will be doing a live Q&A at 6 p.m. tomorrow. I believe on Twitter. I'm reading the tweet right now. You can uh, go to at Bob Probert Ride and submit your questions below on the, on the Twitter feed thread, whatever they call it. I got to come up with something good to throw out there. And uh, ask them a question. I'll be watching live on Friday night. Um, I guess I will be. Yeah, 6 p.m. We'll get that live Q&A up. We'll try and share it on the Win City Sports Twitter as well. Um, as I'm here, let's see. Let's see what I what did I miss from the last week? Really quick. Um, if you go through our Twitter, I'm always retweeting retweeting a lot of stuff, a lot of news. Oh. Um, Captain Luke Boca is going to be going out to Queen's University for uh, hockey this year Um, man that that sucks because the season is cancelled pretty much unless they fast track in the uh, winter season or winter uh, semester I should say and I was wrong actually it looks like Wyatt Johnson was invited to the men's um, under 18 selection camp uh, for Team Canada that'll be in Alberta from August 3rd to 8th, um, and he will not compete in the Holinka gretzky Cup, according to this. We get a lot of news from a local roundup from Jim Parker on the Windsor Star, and they've also put out an article on Jacob Robson. He was episode 123. He is a Detroit, ti- tri- ah, Detroit Tigers prospect, and he's out in Mississippi waiting out the pandemic in hopes to make that Tigers roster um if they start up they were looking to go from uh canada day june fir- july 1st and on uh, as that is approaching we will see what happens but that is it this week on the wind city sports podcast our 200th episode thank you so much for listening if you made it this far holy moly you're a trooper um we're here every thursday with brand new episode of the podcast dropping first thing in the morning on windcitysports.com also available on spotify apple podcast itunes uh, what any podcast app that you use, we are available on there. We also have the Wind City Sports Radio Show airing every Thursday at twelve thirty p.m. and Tuesdays at eight p.m. The replay. Even during this pandemic, we're broadcasting from home on jam ninety nine point one FM in Windsor and Detroit. Uh, you'll hear highlights from our podcast interviews, local sports news, and some good music. Uh, of course, all of the PSAs and stuff that we got to do on the radio. That's why the podcast has been created a little bit separate. Uh, give us a subscriber in review, whatever uh, app you might use. As well on social media, we have a big social media presence at WinCity_Sports on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We have a YouTube channel with some exclusives and uh, trying to come up with some more content, both on Instagram and YouTube. Um, what else? Uh, is that it? I think that's it. You can follow me, Drake Damore, on Twitter and Instagram at Drake Damore. And until next week, smell you later.